Hello and welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence. And it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. Here we are. We are day after Halloween. Oh man. Well, this drops the day after Halloween. Yeah. yeah but we, yeah. we just actually watched uh, WWE's Evolution. Oh yeah, wrestling. WWE's uh, first all-women's pay-per-view. Women be evolved and shit. Yes, well, I'm not going to say it's uh, the first ever, even though the E is saying that. That is not correct. No, there are plenty of uh, predecessors. plenty of them. Um, But this is the first time the E has ever done it. Yeah, it was was good stuff. You know, the matches were pretty good. They were fun. There's some, you know, Becky Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair was quite dope. Yep. Uh, And uh, I thought, from what I was able to watch of uh, Shanna Baszler and... uh, uh, uh carrie zane i thought that was pretty good so yeah you know not a bad event nothing really too surprising kind of i kind of hoped you know, since it was like the inaugural women's event like that you figured that there might be like yeah no i thought there'd be more surprises and maybe you know like an announcement of the women's tag titles right that's been something that they've been talking about so we'll see we also did watch uh speaking of halloween yes which the, I hope everybody had a wonderful and safe Halloween. Yes. Yeah, no, I hope you all had a good Halloween. And uh, we had a chance to actually see the remake of Halloween. Yes. Which uh, I quite... I liked it. Yeah, I enjoyed it, actually. Yeah, it was pretty you know, good. I honestly... It's been so long since I saw the original Halloween. Yeah. If I've even seen it all the way through, to be honest. I feel like that's the same thing for me. Uh, so, But I, I mean, I know the basic story. Yeah. Halloween, Halloween's like one of those movies that and I've talked about this before, where it's not, it's not something where I, like a franchise I really got into, right? But I've seen and read and heard enough about the movie. I feel it makes me feel like I've actually watched that yes. movie. Yeah, absolutely. Even though maybe I haven't. Yeah, maybe I, I probably have. Yeah, at some point in my I felt like that about years. Citizen Kane until I saw Citizen Kane. Yeah, I definitely did. But it really was exactly kind of what I thought it was going to be. Because yeah. I was like, I've heard about this so many times, and I've seen so many spoofs of the ending. I know what's going to happen. Right. Yeah. No. But the, yeah, this this remake was pretty good. Uh, you know, it was uh, what David Gordon Green, uh, him and uh, Danny McBride. Yep. You know, and there was uh, some really good tension and. Just, uh, I think, if you're going to pick up where the first movie ended and skip everything else, yeah, uh, I think they did a good job of just establishing that mm-hmm. and, and moving forward with the rest of the story. Yeah. I kind of hope they don't do a sequel to it, because yeah. I thought it ended pretty definitively in yeah. terms of, uh, you know, in terms of him, you know, of uh, how it ended. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil it, but... No. And uh, there's there's some silliness in there that uh, I, I think uh, maybe uh, this isn't a spoiler, but there's these two British podcasters. Yeah, and they actually say we're making a podcast. A fucking podcasters. Yep, they sure are. In a major motion remake, picture remake of a classic horror movie in the year 2018. I mean, I get why you would do it because sure. why it's a good way to get. You know, I mean, it it brings it up to date. Yeah, it brings it up to date. You know, and it, sure. And uh, but these are terrible podcasters. They're yeah, they're ridiculous. And that wasn't like that to me was just funny that they were podcasters. Yeah. But I think for me, even though I really enjoyed it, there were some things where I was just like, this whole movie spent is just like Michael Myers is human. 
Uh-huh. He is a human being. And then sometimes it would just be like he had supernatural powers. That's and like always how it's been. It's really frustrating. Yeah. It is because I'm like, well, if you're telling me he's human, then you can't be doing this shit. Like, I get it, movie, whatever. But at the same time, I'm like, eh. So I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of that, that kind of bullshit that, I was that happens. Kind of like I, you know, I, it didn't take me out of the movie. It just like made my eyebrow raise a little bit and be like, yeah. The thing about it too is like Michael Myers, like he's you know he's a big dude. Yes. You know, stature wise, but he's not like you know for the amount of strength and the shape that he should be in. Yeah. You know, even because he wears a jumpsuit. Yeah. I mean, you can't really tell. You can't really tell, but at the same time, you would think that. He, I don't know. It's just something that that's off about mm-hmm. the the way that uh, they they put that together, and it's it's you, you kind of have to suspend your disbelief, and you're even though you're like, no, he's a human man, you know, and he can survive all these things and shit, you know. Sure. I mean, man, also people are just lucky. Yeah, sure, yeah, <laughs> I guess. But Michael Myers just lucky. Michael Myers just lucky. Yeah, no, he. But it was it was pretty good. Uh, definitely recommend seeing that. Uh, you know, since it's Halloween, we did try to watch a few other movies. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I made you watch Hocus Pocus. We watched like four movies last night. We did. We watched a lot of movies. We did. Shit. I made you watch Hocus Pocus, which you had never seen before. Yeah, it's just one of those movies where it's like I didn't. Well, it's nineteen ninety three, right? So you were thirteen. I was thirteen. Not typically a movie a thirteen year old boy would watch. Yeah, not something. But that, that is a mistake because no, I, it's a fantastic movie. <laughs> I know, but it's like there's a lot of camp. I mean, there's a lot of it's campy so, shit. Oh, it's so campy, but that's why it's great. I mean, I think I, I am Bette Midler's character, especially the part where she like hissed at those children. That was pretty yeah. great. I'm like, oh, it's me. Uh, no, I mean, I just it, it's just enjoyable and it's dumb as shit. But that's the whole point. Yeah, it was the dumbest shit. It was written by uh, my buddy Mick Garris. Uh huh. Uh, co-written by, my, by by Mick Garris, I believe. There's some silly dialogue in there. And oh yeah, it's very. I mean, you know what it is though. What I, what I like though is that it's a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. But there's definitely some like darker themes in that. Yes. That Disney, when they kind of embrace those things, you're kind of like, all right, that's cool. Yeah. You know, you kind of dig it, and uh, yeah. So this one was kind of one of those things. You know, it's a clear. I mean, clearly it's supposed to be a kid. It's kind of a kids movie, but yeah, oh yeah, it's that. Could be for adults too. Yeah. You know, something for daddy. Yeah, you know, whatever. But yeah, no, so it's good, good film. I like that. Uh, what else did we watch? Well, we try you, Wishmaster. We, Wishmaster, because we're doing it for that we hate movies. Garbage. That movie's stupid. Man, can't wait to hear them talk about it. I, I never watched saw Wishmaster. I never got into that. It's one again, another one of those franchise things that I just. Never... Well, that's a like a lesser known franchise. I know, but though. like I never got into Wishmaster, and I'm watching it and going, I'm really glad because this is absolute garbage. Oh, it's dumb. It's like barely a movie <laughs> though there are some amazing effects in it that are just of the time well, it was 1997 so we're kind of <laughs> getting there but we're not quite oh, we're there we're not quite there yet <laughs> yeah we still got a ways to work on there i actually thought that movie was much later or much older than it was i thought it was like 93 92 yeah, but no. as it turns out no 1997 is the first wishmaster and uh it definitely shows when it comes to uh, some certain effects yeah, in there, but it was a little painful. But uh, yeah, not yeah. Yep, and then stupid. we stupid, and then I fell asleep during Sorority House Massacre. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Which is basically the same plot as Halloween. Yeah, same plot as Halloween. Girl has a brother. Brother kills everybody. Then he tries to kill her. Yeah. Uh, and then and he kills all of her dumb friends. And I've seen that movie before. And uh, there it's... is, however, some really great '80s fashion. And, uh, like, a changing, like, we're all getting dressed montage where 
all these girls are putting on these ridiculous dresses and you see a lot of tits. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're really bad. It's the braless women of the 80s. I'm just like, why aren't you wearing a bra? That that fabric must itch. So you must have some serious chafing because you're walking around in, like crinoline or whatever the fuck. Crinoline? Yeah. With Krillin, the, the character from, yes. uh, from yeah. Dragon Ball Z? Yes, it is just made of his skin. <laughs> All 80s dresses are made of Krillin's skin. Krillin! That's why everybody looked so weird back then. Yeah, that answers a lot of questions. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's pretty, uh, yeah, it's, that movie's... That was dumb. It's it's, it's, it's it's actually, I always hear, I always would read that it gets a lot of praise. Eh. Because because oh, it was a woman, it's a woman director, uh-huh. it's a female director, uh-huh. you know, the directing like an eighty slasher movie. Sure. So, Which I guess, love. so at that time, you know, a lot of people were like, oh man, that's really, you know, that's unique yeah i guess for that genre and uh but and i've always i've always read that people like oh it's got you know it gets a lot of praise it's not that great no it's nothing special nothing special because if it was special i would have stayed awake during it yeah well, yeah and also too like you know it takes place supposedly in california it's one of those well, things where you watch a movie and we watch a movie and we don't live in california anymore but we know it's in California somewhere. Well, you know it's in California because they, they, they're specifically mentions in California, but you're always kind of like watching and trying to be like, okay, what air, what area is this in? Yeah. You, like, can, you can definitely, because there's like palm trees in the background. And there's shit. palm trees, like, so it looks like. Obviously, this is filmed in LA somewhere. The question is where? Yeah. Is this filmed in Culver City? Is it off Fairfax? I don't is think Culver in, City. Is it in Beverly Hills? I think it was Beverly Hills, to be honest, because they needed a big house. They did need a big house. So thinking- I do. I do like that a sorority house is just like this giant, fucking random mansion where the su- surprise. So the the premise is that the the main girl goes to a sorority that happens to live into this live in this house, but she starts having all these weird mental flashbacks because that apparently was the house where the killer who ends up being her brother, finds out being her brother, is uh, that's where. She he killed, murdered all the people. He murdered her and her tried to murder her family and tried to murder her, murdered her, tried to murder her. So she's like, but she doesn't realize this because she was raised somewhere else. Yeah. And then she comes back and she's like, oh my god. And but the house, it's like, I mean, it's like, it's one of those houses. It's weird because it's like one of those houses that it's like it's a sorority house, so there's a lot of rooms. Yes. You know, I mean, it's a people are living there. Yeah. You know, you got like t- 10, 20 women, women there. Well. <laughs> I think my biggest, what irritated me before I fell asleep was I was watching it and I'm just like, this girl would see like her brother in the mirror standing there with a knife and he would be there for a while. She was hallucinating. Even, a lot of those she things. was hallucinating, but she didn't know she was hallucinating. There was no indication that she realized that and she wouldn't tell anybody else. So someone else would walk into the room to be like, oh my God, what's wrong? And she would just be like, nothing and then they'd leave and i'm like you don't know you're hallucinating this guy why didn't you just say oh my god i just saw a man he's right there with a knife holy shit let's call the cops no she's that's gonna be awkward though like how many times she walked in at one point no one else is there she walks in and there he is standing by the fireplace with the knife she runs out and she runs into another girl walking into the house now she's scared enough to run out of the house but she doesn't say to the girl Oh my God! There's a dude with a knife. Don't go in. Right. That irritated me. I was yeah. like, "Come on now." Yeah, that's a weird. That's a, that was. That was. It was weird. Kind of silly. It was just weird. And then I decided to watch a movie that I've uh, that actually I own and I, I quite enjoy called Nightmare City mm-hmm. from 1980. It's Italian. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Umberto Lenzi, a horror film about. Uh, so basically, it's about zomb. It's like it's supposed to be a zombie movie. It's classified often as a zombie movie, but it's not really a zombie movie because basically a plane full of like ra- you know nuclear radiated like mon- men, men and women uh, lands in Italy. Uh, uh, wherever where uh, europe yeah. um town town so and it lands there and these maniacs get out and they're all basically i mean they're supposed to be like you know all damaged and stuff but they look basically like they have like ran like they're ba- they, they look melted but they're not quite melted it's like they have like play-doh on their faces yeah they have kind of like dirty play-doh on their faces and they're just you know and, they, and sometimes it's they have like weird gimmicks in their hair and they just some, sometimes they just have like a random wound somewhere the thing is is that they're not zo- they're not zombies because they kind of they, they run like the Zack snyder zombies they also can communicate with each other they can communicate they don't talk they don't talk but like there was that one scene that i woke up for where they were trying to get that girl in the gas station and there was one zombie, and then two others meet him, and he goes, and yeah, he, like, they, they motions, like, come yeah. with me. They know the function of... of right, of, so of they, they can communicate. Communicating that way, yeah. But what's funny is that the way that it's shot is, like, you'll see, like, one of these dudes... Cause a lot, okay, because a lot of these movies, it's, like, a lot of these things are, like, they shoot, like, they'll shoot the guy, you know, they'll, they'll film, like... The monster or whoever it is like the zombie and they'll eat and they'll just be staring and mugging and whatever and then they'll shoot the guy that's the, they'll film the guy that's looking at him and the guy that's looking at him is usually no selling it he's just kind of like huh right it's like they didn't even tell him what he's supposed to be looking at yeah he didn't tell him what he's looking at and then eventually like all this shit starts happening and they're like oh we should go you know whatever and uh but it, what's it's just kind of it's kind of great though because so, like, basically, like, if you the, – the idea is that if you get – if you get murdered by these people, you become one of them. Okay. <laughs> because eventually they're going to drink your blood because they want blood. But the way they drink blood is, not like, they don't eat people, but they just kind of, like, drink people like they're making out with them. But don't they also, like – do a lot of tit stabbing well here's the thing too so because the way that they're doing they're not, they're not just walking up to people and like biting them I and mean, they're doing some biting but they also know how to use weapons and they're just and so basically i say keep saying basically but the movie's essentially just a bunch of italian extras running around with knives and guns because they know how to use guns and everything too right and they just sort of shooting and stabbing they're just, and, and, and they're running up to like women because it's you know it's in the four it's a, you know it's a 1980s italian movie right so we're just like ah, oh, there's a woman ah, oh, her breasts and you know and they're stabbing breasts you know at one point they're cutting That's off fucked up it's fu- which is fucked up i mean you know and then they're just stabbing dudes and it's but it's really fun <laughs> i kind of wish you saw more of it because it's, it's i should watch it again it's it's actually worth watching because it's uh it's just silly. It's very silly, and there's a part where, like, I, I took a picture and put it on my Instagram of just like the zombies just going into a, like a like a ambulance and just finding some blood and sitting by it, <laughs> drinking the blood out of whatever bottles they're in. Like it's like they're drinking out of forties. <laughs> and I've always I've always remembered that about that movie. But uh, yeah, Nightmare City. It's on Amazon Prime. If you want to check it out, it's definitely. Uh, I think I think it's worth your time. So yeah, so yeah, lots of stuff we watched. Well, on the night we saw Halloween, we went to um, another second in Charles. Second in Charles, which uh, yeah. this was what Littleton? Yeah, Littleton-ish. 
a little tinnish. Yeah, down that way. Yeah, we went over there, and that was great because that one seems to be bigger than the one that's closer to us. So it yeah. had more stuff to look through. And man, did they have so many comics! The comic selection at Second and Charles for both locations that we've been to so far is, in terms of just the amount, yeah, is quite impressive. It really is, and the affordability of it too. I think is it really it really kind of gives a lot of kind of like random comic book stores a run for its uh run for its money yeah i mean i would say you know obviously random comic book stores are going to have more stuff but yeah they still have a really good selection well in terms of here's the thing the selection there is not like oh we have all these intense back issues right you know, you can pick up, you know, random back issues and we'll hold all these new books for you and stuff like that. It's like, no, they just, I, I think they get new, I feel like they get new books in. I think Maybe they, they do. Because I feel like there was like a new section. They have them there, but uh, it's pretty cool. I don't know, I like it. I, 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 I like it a lot, uh, you know, because not only do they, you know, they sell video games, they sell movies and stuff like that. But the, you know, the comic book selection is pretty impressive with the fact that you can get a lot of stuff that's, you can get a lot of single issues for cheap. Yeah. And it's not just new stuff. It's old stuff. I mean, they got all sorts of random stuff. Uh, but also, they uh, their trades, mm-hmm. you know, are discounted. Yes. You know, because a lot of them are... Used. I guess a lot of them are used. Yeah. But they just have a lot of them. A lot of, like, the same ones, you know, like a lot of just copies, multiple copies of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And... You often are able to find some stuff that you normally wouldn't uh, run into because people are selling that shit back. Right. So, you know, you're not you're not going to always find like certain books, you know, but I uh, I was pretty fortunate because I came across a copy of the Thor Blood and Thunder trade paperback, which I've been looking for because it uh, has uh, some issues of Warlock and the Infinity Watch. Oh, okay. Uh, that I've been looking for. And then, you know, it's a pretty cool story about Thor going crazy and shit. Neat. And uh, I have, like, scattered issues of it, but I've never actually, like, sat down and read it. Mm-hmm. So I've been, I've been looking for this trade because it's got Thor. It, it goes through Thor. It goes through uh, Silver Surfer. So there's, you know, there's quite a bit of, you know, content. So, yeah, I was actually really, uh, really happy to find that. I found it, like, half the price. Nice. So because, you know, that's how, that's how they do. And I also got... Uh, a guy gardener. Well, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was going to say real quick uh, at the pre- on the previous purchase, I picked up uh, a volume of Demon. Uh, oh, that's right. Garth McGannis, the Garth Ennis uh, trade that uh, I've been looking for. There's a few of those that you can pick up, and uh, and yeah, those are those are pretty cool. And I was actually finding that pretty cheap too, so I was happy about that. But yes, uh, they also sell action figures. They have a nice random swath of action figures because people come back there and they sell like random carded action figures. They just sell random shit because they had like a whole bin full of like loose Star Trek The Next Generation action figures, like the big ones. Yeah. And they just had like a shit ton of them just in bags. Yeah. Wait, so I, so I missed that bin. It was it was a little bin. Did you, did you see it? It was small. I saw some like, stuff hanging. I think that's okay. Oh, no, no, no. It wasn't hanging. This was like a bin like next to the comics. Oh, okay. And it was just full of like Star Trek The Next Generation action figures. Yeah. So they just they just sell these random yeah. things, and it's really cool. And I picked up uh, um, a uh, – oh, it was like DC Universe or Infinite uh, 
Guy Gardner, like the JLI's version of it. Uh-huh. So, because uh, I, because I was like, you know, it's like it's on my list of. I have like a small list of figures. It's not small, but uh-huh. it's it's a list. You know, right. it's a list of stuff that I'm like stuff that I would like to have. Uh-huh. If I, but I'm not gonna go crazy. I don't mind search, searching for it. So if it comes, if I come across it, I'll buy it. Right. If it's respectable to buy it. So uh, yeah. So I bought that, and uh, I thought that was that was pretty cool. I was actually happy to find that. Yeah. Well, yeah, because these also sell like random like Toy Biz uh, X Men figures there too, mm-hmm. in addition to like the, the current Marvel figures that they sell, and it's just strange because you see like. Uh, one of the the randomest guys they would always have this character named Kane. Mm-hmm. He was uh, an X Force buddy who had uh, the first version of him had like a winch, like a hand that came out like a winch, like a like a like a you could it would come out and you just press a button it would snap back in mm-hmm. like on a string. So you know, and so they have they have that, and I was like, oh, maybe I should buy that. Just I don't want it. I don't need it, but I might right. buy it just because it's fucking there. Well, sure. You know, my new goal actually for the my my, my I, I'm gonna I'll put this out there because maybe it'll actually motivate me mm-hmm. is uh, for Toy Biz. I want for my Toy Biz uh, aspirations. I want to purchase all of the available cable figures <laughs> from the original uh, line because cable, the first edition of cable in that line was the first one I ever bought years ago, and I've always and you know and I, there's been like I think there's like five or six of them. Because Cable was like the one guy, he was like the John Cena of X Force. Okay, so he just like never went away. Well, he was the main guy of behind X Force, so so they had to make a lot of guys. And, th- and the thing about no one see him was that the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like he, you'd open it up and go, da, 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 da. and everybody like nobody could see Cable. No, he was have to, you have to buy it and you can't steal it. But yeah, that was uh, my experience there, and you. you did you get anything? You got a bunch of books. I got some books, you know. Like book books. Just regular books. She book actually books. buys book books. Yeah, I do. I don't buy that. I buy book books. <laughs> like regular ass books. I'm a schmuck. Yes, that's true. And so I guess the last thing we could talk we want to talk because we didn't really get to talk about too much about what we bought. Oh yeah. Did you want to talk about that after the break? Or did sure, you yeah, could we maybe because we'll yeah. talk about because it's related to our book. Yeah. So uh, you know what? Let's take our break. We'll come back. We'll talk about our book for this week. Warlord Worlds, a fan podcast devoted to the comics of writer and artist Mike Grell, including The Warlord, John Sable, Green Arrow, Star Slayer, and Shaman's Tears. I'm Ruth. And I'm Darren. Please join us as we discuss the stories, characters, and art in the many excellent comics from writer and artist Mike Grell. Special episodes feature interviews with Mike Grell himself. And special segments feature great guests discussing the Legion of Superheroes. Listen at Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or visit warlordworlds.com. Warlord Worlds is part of the Rad Adventures Network at radadventuresnetwork.com. All right, we're back here in Worst Collection Ever. It's our book for this week. It is... Action Comics, number 444 from February 1975. On the cover, uh, it says, uh, so you got Superman. Uh-huh. And he is standing. He's in a spotlight. He's in a spotlight. He's having a soliloquy. Uh-huh. Actually, he's not saying anything. Uh, and there's a policeman pointing at him, and he is saying, because the policeman is holding the limp hand of uh, Hal 
Jordan, the uh, Green Lantern, mm-hmm. and he is pointing at Superman, saying, "He's dead, Superman! You murdered Green Lantern!" And above Superman, it says, "Beware the hero killers." Mm-hmm. And then also in this issue, Green Arrow and Black Canary. Yes. Very basic cover. It, it is. Um, so uh, we went to, when we were in Buffalo, Yeah. Uh, Dave and Adams. Which we did talk about. Which we talked about when uh, we did our crossover podcast with Brian. Which hopefully you guys all enjoyed. We yeah, did something. hopefully. We, we, were, we were in town, and we needed to do an episode. We didn't get a chance to record it before we left, but it and just... Brian needed to do an episode. Yeah, and so, so we put it together, and so we so yeah, and so we we had a night. We we're just like Brian's, like let's all record, and yeah. so Brian, we didn't mean Brian, me and Jen didn't have mics, just to FYI, but Brian had his own because yeah. I thought Brian had multiple mics, yeah, but I didn't. Had I known, I would have brought my own. We did not, That's but it's okay. which is fine. It worked, but it worked fine. Hope you guys enjoyed it. We talked about the Dark Hold book. That was a good time. Yes. So and we drank some beer. Hope you guys enjoyed some of the beer beer trip beer beer information that brian was uh given yeah uh, brian had facts like brian, like brian knows his shit facts. yeah brian knows his, uh, his and, beer stuff and as we know anytime I, anybody's on this show uh i never have facts i know nothing <laughs> uh and i'm too lazy to do research but yeah so well we went to dave and adams uh you know just to you know like literally that's where we could picked up these books well see here was what was very exciting because you know last time we were in buffalo we went to dave and adams and they had this huge and they still do I can't even tell you how many boxes of 50 cent books that they have. Oh, yeah. I mean, at least 50. Their 50 cent collection is. They, they have it. Uh, it's long boxes, too. Yeah. And, and, and what's More the, than 50, right? <sighs> because it's like in a corner and it's not just. It's like a U shape. Is it? Could it be 50? Oh, it's got to be more. I think it's more. No. Yes. That's that's a lot. Yeah, I think it's like 50 per side. It's really big. That's a fifty. That's a lot of boxes. It, there, there's a ton of boxes. Okay, maybe. I mean, they have new books too, but this is like their. They, this is something where it's like they didn't always. Apparently, but Brian was telling us they didn't always do this with the books. Yeah. But then they were just like, yeah, you know what? We'll just do a bunch of comics and we'll just get just giant collections yeah. of comics and just sell them for fifty cents. And they're oh, holy shit. They're so yeah. I mean, I can't even tell you how many boxes there are. Um, to the point where it's just like I cannot even think about going through all of them. Yeah. Because if I went through all of them, we'd be there for hours. Yeah. So you know, we were looking, and I and I was just like, I don't want to buy any fifty cent boxes or fifty cent books. I just I can't think about it right now. Well, we've been uh, here's the because thing because I've been trying to really, you know, I have so much shit to read, so I'm really trying to stay with trades. Yeah, well, me too. That's the thing. Why? That's why I was like, I was super stoked to find that Thor trade because I want to. St- Start being able to fill in some holes with the trades instead of just buying more fifty cent books and just tacking them in there and stuff. Because yeah. unless I, it's not collected, yeah. Like there's like that's what I was saying the other because I think about it, it's like there's got to be another purge coming. There has to be for for I us. Think there is just because we have so much stuff, and I feel like I'm I'm starting to get to this point where I'm like, I don't think I need all this, yeah. you know. I think I really could use we could use a, a bit more you know just knock it down a little bit more yep see what you know just kind of keep some essentials and you know just try to kind of you know almost if any if anything set it up so there's just books that we buy for the show yes and it's kind of almost like two separate collections within our collection yeah I mean maybe like I I just think that if it's in a trade I should just buy the trade yeah. 
and you can get rid of the and if you have the trade you can get rid of the single issues yes. if, you, if they're not if it's not something now, that's it's, like super it's, valuable it, now if it's not collected yeah single issues i think that's how i should really focus from now on so you know we, we looked at the 50 cents up and i was just like yeah whatever and then um i happened to see this like display where it was just like here's some vintage books and they were 75 percent off that wasn't always the case that they would have they, they would have those there yes, but, but they was, were this just was like regular a special price. like through the end of the week or something that we were there yeah um and i was like oh hey this is cool so i'm like looking at what they have just on this little like display there's not there weren't a ton there were probably i don't know like 30 and i'm like oh that's cool and so i'm looking and i see this action comics uh-huh and i'm like well shit that's 75 percent off so it was only like two, two bucks yeah, like two bucks I was like, shit. I to be should... honest, you probably could find this cheaper. Maybe. I feel like this is a kind of one of those action comics that we probably we've passed over in the past. Maybe, but it also had like a really neat like cover thing. It comes in like a. It's not a bag. It's a. And it's not bag, and it's not one of the fancy top loaders. It is a top loader though, and it's. It's a very thin top. It's loader. a thinner my. It's a thinner. Uh, mylar i guess yeah, like but a it's thicker th- too like, okay it's thicker yeah yeah it's not a bag it's it's a little bit more protected and i was just like well you know I, I might be able to buy this like what the hell like i'm gonna get this for me and i saw something else i was like oh i'll get this and then i turn around and there's an like five tables maybe four tables mm-hmm. full of vintage comics all at 75 percent off yeah and i was like son of a bitch <laughs> so then that's when i went over and i found a bunch of lois lanes yes i found a romance comic i think i found the only one they had so i bought that because it was like a hundred page giant romance comic uh i bought a weird batman and i think i bought a world's finest yes. i picked up a couple things yeah i definitely got yeah i definitely got a world's finest again mostly and i think you might have got jimmy olsen too, too i think i got a jimmy olsen too and jimmy olsen's aren't collected i'm sure that world's finest is collected somewhere yeah those world's finest are jimmy probably olsen yeah. is not lois lanes are not and i haven't seen like a like a big romance collection not for dc yeah i've got like a weird romance one that has just like some weird shit but yeah. not like a young romance you know issues one through 40 or something yeah no it's, it's always fun to come across those which I, i'll tell you what f- uh, for halloween or for not for halloween but for valentine's day for february we're doing a special love month oh shit i th- I'm, I'm, I, I know we didn't discuss this but i'm just saying i, I think, think we I'll should be okay because because we have a bunch of these books kind of just hanging out oh yeah and i think it's i think we're due yes uh do that and yes. uh you know that well that that probably will be a part of it but uh i i didn't buy i think i only bought one i only bought a uh justice league of america issue with eclipso in it mm. i think it was issue like 109 and i've been looking for it yeah so i was like okay this is my chance to get this because usually you know it's it's a older issue mm-hmm. but it's not that valuable but it's but it's you know you can't it's not just one of those ones you find laying around right so i uh yeah, because it's like still mid seventies or whatever. So I was like, "Yeah, I'll do that. Let's do this." Yeah. So yeah. So uh, yeah. No, David Adams is uh, fucking badass. I think I talked about the toys I bought last you week. Did. I got that Savage Dragon. I opened up that Savage Dragon. He comes with so many accessories. Oh man! Because he's got like a nightstick. He's got a knife. He's got a knife holster. He's got a gun. He's got a gun holster. But thankfully, he has some uh, little holes that you can stick those things on him. Oh, okay. So you can pose him, but he's not really standing. That way, he fell. Oh dear. He fell. I have that, but he because he's. I think he's be one of my falling toys because I have oh, that. Yeah. You have a couple that just fall over. And I have a Abdul the Butcher. 
Well, that's because he's too fat. He is too fat. It's he's too front heavy. Yeah, it's mostly gut. Yeah. So I feel like I need to get like a, um, like a stand. Yeah, I need to yeah. get like a standard, like something like that. I need to figure some of that out because usually because because the other ones that you know that I have like all those other even those DC ones, they stand they stand pretty good. There's that one though, Catwoman that uh, it's like from the newer versions, uh-huh. and it's just like her legs are too thin oh, to yeah. stand and yeah. it comes with a stand it comes with like a like a stand with a peg in it and it just doesn't work yeah so yeah i don't know but yeah no good stuff and uh you know hopefully we'll be uh digging into more of those books yeah I'm uh, excited. a lot because there's some some doozies oh there's some gems in those those llamas lanes i'm so excited so there's one and i took a picture and put it on i think i put it on the facebook page yeah you did where superman's tied to a table and Lois is whipping a robotic or toy Superman that's tied to a wall, and it looks so happy. I don't know what's happening, but I'm like, well, this is going to obviously. Be you on can't the show. tell with it. There's this thing. I mean, that's yeah. That here's yeah. the thing that that cover launched a million fetishes. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. Well, also just these covers in general. Oh, like you can't ever tell, but still, like, I love like for them. instance, like this particular cover. Spoiler alert. Green Lantern does not die. Well, not only that. Okay, first of all, he doesn't die, but this cop isn't anywhere near him. Oh yeah, there's no cop. No cop. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Um, so with this, we begin with. Well, the story's uh, called Be- "Beware the Hero Killers." Yeah. So we talk about somebody who's going to kill Superman. Right. And um, so there's one thing where uh, you see somebody off screen saying. Uh, if we don't kill you as Clark Kent, we'll kill you as Superman. We'll kill you as Superman, and it shows Superman getting zapped. One, 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 one guy is zapping him with like a stick, a, a stick, wand? like a like a like a like a night stick or a billy it's club like a wand. And yeah, and uh, the other guy's zapping him with an axe. Yeah, <laughs> why you would zap someone with an axe? I don't zap know. axe. Well, you know what's his face has a, has a has a. Uh, a zappy axe? A zap axe of uh, Steppenwolf. That's oh, his deal. Well. So apparently there's these. Okay, so basically. There's these two aliens. There's these two aliens. And a- they're aliens, the, the, but they're not really. But they're, but literally, one is a ball. And one is a like, trapezoid. One is a trapezoid. They, they, they look like, you know, like gumdrops. Yeah, they're just like these weird, shiny rocks. And they're one, like. One's oh. called, one called, one's called Zoyos. Yes. And the other is called Tiddick. And I don't know which is which. I don't think it matters. I, it really does not matter. Um, here's, so, the, here's, the, here's how much it doesn't matter. When you look it up in the DC Wiki, they don't have entries. Oh, yeah. At least at least they did, so it, they did the reference only, them. Only appearance ever, most likely. Sure. Probably. I guess. Um, I, mean, I mean, they're literally just blobs. They're, yeah, they're shapes. Fucking Darkseid or whoever or anybody they're, could they're just kick it into space and it yeah be gone you know the the little toy with the kid that kids have that's like a, a box and they have to put like the square in the square hole and the triangle yeah the triangle this is what hole. comes out of it those are the blocks that they put in those <laughs> holes that's what all they look like and they're just kind of like they're, they're supposed to be shiny i guess like it kind of denotes that they glow because they've got like the pink around them and so um, so basically but i guess they they can take any form is the idea because they take a couple different forms in this book. Right, but they're also like they're basically uh bounty hunters yeah. for like superheroes. Yeah. So they're like, "Hey, we killed this guy on this planet. We killed that guy on that planet. We killed this guy who was picking up two why 
like two right. giant space rhinoceroses. Yeah, and he and while he, he was, was doing there. that, we vaporite, we tur- we fucking infinity ward him. Yeah, and then there was like a knight who had like four arms, and we killed him. Yeah, and so they're like, "Yo, we, we like, so we're awesome. So if you want us to go to Earth and like get your dude, and this shadowy figure's like, yes, that's what I want. But what I really want is the body. Yeah, I want to see the body. I want to, uh, but please go to Earth I and wanna, kill this guy. I want to dress it up and shoot it in his space. So yeah. when they're floating around, they look like a pirate. Yeah, or whatever. It, it's a really convoluted uh, way to you know get revenge. I want it to look. I want to dress it up like Edward R. Murrow. <laughs> I couldn't think of a name. JFK. JFK. No. Uh, no um, um, Lyndon Baines Johnson. No. Um, Dwight Eisenhower. No. <laughs> Ronald Reagan. <laughs> yeah, it's dressing up like Ronald Reagan. No, I was trying to think of the guy who used to head up the... J. Edgar Hoover. There we go. Oh, they used to put a... You give him half a suit and half a dress? Yes. And just shoot, shoot him, him in the space. space. With a lot of jowls. <laughs> I, I actually would love that if he's like, I want to dress up like J. Edgar Hoover. And they're like, what? <laughs> he's got like half jowl. <laughs> half jowl. And that wig. Great. Oh, they, they, what happens? They just bring it. They go into the future. and They just bring him back. Uh, Leo DiCaprio as J. Edgar Hoover from the set of the movie Who, who uh, J. Edgar. Did anyone see that movie? Apparently, somebody did because it got nominated for Oscars. Well, it had. Wasn't it Scorsese? No, it was Eastwood. Oh, okay. Well, I think that, it was Eastwood. Yeah, that also explains why it got nominated. Yeah. So basically, so they're like, okay, off to Earth we go to like kill this dude. So here we go. Mm-hmm. So exciting and. <laughs> Okay, well, this is how we start. This is how we get into get into what Clark's up to. Ugh. So Clark is getting a ride to his apartment by uh, Steve. Uh, what's that guy's uh, name? The sports reporter guy. Sports, yeah, Steve. But here's the question: They hate each other. Yes. Why is he accepting a ride from this guy? Why, if you hate your coworker, are they going to give you a ride somewhere? If it's somebody, you know, <sighs> if you know, if you and your coworker. Are very open about the fact you don't like each other. Are the two of you ever going to take? A I don't ride know together? if they they don't dislike each other. I think they just they're at odds with each other, but they don't like. It's something where uh, they're like, you know, Clark might have been like, oh shit, I need a ride. You know, I'm Superman, yeah, I can't. Why? You know, and he's like, you know, and Steve's like, look, hey Clark, I'm headed that way. You want a ride? And he's like, fine. And they probably had a really like. Yeah, and I imagine the conversation was just Steve. I can't, I forget. I'm, I'm oh, mad. That I can't yeah. remember his name. Uh, Steve is just like. Uh, it's like Clark, why do you suck? You yeah, know, and he's like much. Clark. Clark's probably like, I don't know, I don't suck. Yeah. It's like, what does Lois see in you? You know, yeah. probably, it's probably be it's probably a lot of that shit. It's like you know, we, you know, it's probably a lot. It's probably a lot of him be like, you know what you should do. Oh God. <laughs> you know well, what you should do, Clark. Because I guess like this guy's like he peels out, and Clark's like, oh my, well, I lost my stomach back there, and he's like, oh, you know. Well, it's funny because he's like, oh, uh, well, he goes, well, Clark, why don't you make yourself a cup of warm milk? <laughs> and then so he's watching Clark. <laughs> That's, I, I kind of like this because just the way that he thinks of what Clark, the way he thinks of Clark, he's like, he's like, what a stiff that Clark Ken is. He'll probably lull himself to sleep on the elevator before he reaches his floor. So his his impression is that Clark is so boring that Clark cannot stay awake because he is uh, – it, it, it cannot – stay awake because he is so boring that he will fall asleep. that he will fall asleep on his own so as we're uh so clark gets to this building he does not fall asleep yep. and uh just as he's getting in he uh the maytag man shows up and may or it's a cop yeah he shoves his way onto the elevator shoves his way in and he's like 
He's like, and, and Clark's like, <laughs> right, I don't recognize this guy. He's like, I don't know. This ain't the usual cops. And he's like, like, maybe I'll just say, oh, hello, officer. Is there a disturbance in this building? And he's like, yes, you. <laughs> I, I love it because he's like, yeah. He's like, really? Who is it? You. And then he hits him in the face with a stick, <laughs> which is actually, it's really funny. Yeah. Because he's, he's just like. He just hits him right in the face, which is hilarious. But he, as he's thinking, he's like, wow, that actually hurt. Yeah. Uh, and then the guy takes the stick and he, like, melts his, like, shirt. Well, he's using the, the stick because the stick is apparently imbibed with some sort of energy. And it shoot, he melts his shirt. And it's like, oh, you're Clark Kent. And he's like, whatever. I'm going to fucking do you, do you in. Well, here's one of my favorite things. Because he's like, after this guy, you know melts him he says something like oh clark might be like clark Kent docile is to... or something he's like but the real me can be ferocious violence yeah not ferociously ferocious ferocious speaking of ferocious uh yeah well i mean shit have you seen seen uh, clark around robots Oh well, he is a racist. He he's a robo racist. Hates robots, and he rips their heads off all the time. He will if he sees a, if this guy was a robot, he would just rip oh. this guy's head off. If this guy was a robot, he'd already been dead. The second he got in the elevator, Clark would have just punch his head clean off. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Clark, Clark would be like Nightmare City, but like <laughs> Superman just grabbing robot tit and just ripping it off. Yeah, he's like, nope. <laughs> He's like, no, no robots. Um, so this guy like melts his shirt, and he's like. Oh, I know you're you're Superman. I am not a cop. I am an alien, uh, and now I have zapped you with. He my... doesn't say he's an alien, but he's just like I'm. Um... But it's obvious that he's not. He says something like you Earthlings would say. Yeah. So it's obvious that he's an alien, and he like zaps Clark with a like beam, and then he just turn, changes into a triangle, and he like floats away. Yeah, this is a block blop blop. Or whatever the frick this is. Zoizod. Yeah, it doesn't Voivod. It doesn't matter. So. Also, well, I also like it's Operation Earthkill. <laughs> okay. Operation Earthkill, guys. So Clark, like, wanders back uh, to his apartment and he's like, oh, I gotta sleep it off. And then the next day he's fine. And he's like, huh, that was weird. I feel fine. And so and he... he hears, like, somebody calling for help and it's a fireman. There's only one of them on top of a building, and he's like, oh, my God, there's smoke. Well, rightfully so, Clark is like, Superman's like, where's the rest of your shit? Yeah, it's like, where's the rest of your shit? And, like, why are you, like, the only uh, fireman on top of here with an axe? Yeah, he's like, oh, my friends are coming. Help that there's all this smoke coming out of this window. Yeah. So Clark goes to, like, blow it away, and it, like, wraps around him. Yeah, this this, this smoke becomes kind of, like, sentient. It wraps around him, so he does, like, a... He even calls out to the Flash. He's like, yo, the Flash does this joint where he spins around and funnels the smoke off. And yeah. he... So he does that. And as he as he does that, this is where we see the axe. Oh, yeah. This is where he gets all... Uh, this guy, this fireman gets all Steppenwolf on him. And he's like, well, you're not going to walk away from this fight. I'm going to... You know, hit you with this blast. Yeah. And he's like, oh, shit. So, and then, so this is, you know, the the other blob. And the other yeah, blob's and like, he, like, hey. hits him with the blast, and, like, Superman goes off the building, and a cop comes to help him up, and then he flies off. And then the next day, he's on a panel? He goes to a site. Basically, he goes to, like, uh... I couldn't like tell a, if this was televised. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a taping. Okay. So, basically, it's like, uh... Like a meet the press, yeah, 
or something, you know, like do the uh, nightline or whatever sure. shit it is. Yeah. And uh, it's 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 they're debating the death penalty. Mm-hmm. Woof. Ugh. And then Clark starts talking and like. I don't even know what these are supposed to be. Clark Clark is about to give his thoughts on the death penalty. Yeah, he's he, about, he's about to it, take a stand. He's about to say, "I only kill robots. <laughs> if they're I a mean, robot, I say we kill them." I'm only in favor of the death penalty for robots. So it just is, not even if they've done anything, just for being a robot. So he's he, as he's as he's talking. A bunch of like cinnaburst crystals come out of That's his exactly mouth. That's exactly what I was trying to have. Is like they're like flavor crystals from like a breath mint. Flavor crystals. Yeah. And, and he's like, "Oh shit, like... there's shit coming out of my mouth." And everyone's like, "What are you doing, sir? This is not a joke." And he's like, "Ah!" And he like runs away with his weird <laughs> mouth crystals. Well, okay. Well, I like this moderator. He just he, the moderator. It gets like. The, mo- the moderator just literally stands up and pounds the desk. He's like, God damn it, Clark, tell us what's going on. <laughs> Motherfucker, what are those flavor crystals? <laughs> oh, you think you're funny, You didn't huh? bring enough Cinnaburst for all of us. <laughs> hey, if you're going to be breathing flavor crystals, I expect to be able to share in the breath mint bounty. Why, could you br- How come you didn't breathe in my mouth? Ew. <laughs> I wanted flavor... It's just this guy. Which... I mean, look, if you're going to... Right after this, CPR was invented because he's like, I just want to get those sweet, sweet flavor crystals. (laughs) Oh, man, CPR. The first ever CPR (laughs) was invented in the 1975 Batman Superman comic. Yeah, because of flavor crystals. Because of flavor crystals. Yeah, no, this this, this guy, this this moderator is cracking me up because he's like, we're talking about the death penalty here, goddammit. Yeah, he gets real pissed. You don't have flavor crystals for enough of us. I'm going to give you the death penalty, you son of a bitch. And Clark just, like, runs. Yeah, he literally runs. He just runs away. He runs a super speed away, and they're like, what? (laughs) And so he's like, to the fortress. So he goes to the fortress, and he does some science, and he's still breathing Well, he calls it, there's got to be an answer to this twinkling tongue mystery. That's right. Oh, man. Oh, Superman has a twinkling tongue. Yeah, you know it. (laughs) You know it. That's also a fetish. Oh, yeah. (laughs) How come we didn't get an action? How come that wasn't a a superpowers action figure, a twinkling tongue action figure? I'd like to see that. What the hell, DC? You just squeeze it. This is what we want. You squeeze it and glitter just comes out of its mouth. I just, I yeah, come on. I just want a Superman that just breathes glitter. Who doesn't? You can make a Henry Cavill or you can make whoever the fuck is going to play Superman. Yeah. Or you can get that guy from Supergirl, whoever. Sure. And just just make just make it like him, and just make make his head real big, uh-huh. <laughs> like like NBA Jam. Yeah, and just every time you pull his arm, he goes just spits out. Just, he has a little <laughs> dust comes out, and it's like it's so gross. And you're just like Superman flavor because it's based off of this comic. It should come with this comic. It should, and you know what? It comes with a reprint. They should you know do that when come, you have you know when you have a toy that like you can squeeze, and it just makes that sad like. <sighs> sound when you squeeze all the air out of it which toy is this i don't know just any toy that has like air in it when you squeeze it just goes (laughs) (laughs) it just makes that really sad sound that's what superman sounds like he just goes (laughs) and then like all this glitter just goes but it doesn't go very far it just kind of falls out of his mouth so superman he does some science he put a bunch of this in a what looks like a pint glass yeah and he did science and he's like oh my god the only way to get me to stop breathing glitter is to talk to green lantern because i guess his ray will counteract the other rays i've been shot with 
and or so, something. Yeah, and so they find Green Lantern, him and Green Lantern are flying, and they're like, "All right, yeah, this is what I need to do." And so Green, so I don't know why they're fl- like. Did he just like meet him? Like I'm That's assuming maybe they, they they're like Green Lantern. He was like he was like, "Yo, Hal, come on over." Yeah. And or then, is this back in the day when like the Fortress of Solitude really was of solitude? And, like, probably they, nobody they go back knew. To the Fortress of Solitude, you know. I know, but maybe that's why he didn't have him come over, because nobody knows where it is yet. Yeah. Um. So they land on a rock in the middle of the oh, the ocean. I guess. Sure. And he's like, "All right, zap me, Greeny," and he zaps him, but it like bounces off of him and hits Green Lantern instead, and Green Lantern dies. Well, so, it's, so he strikes him with this. So Green Lantern's like, "All right, I'm gonna shoot this. I'm gonna shoot you." Yeah. And we'll see what happens. But then a ba- beam. So <laughs> I do like the accuracy here that anytime Superman, st- he sees Superman talking, he's spitting out that stuff. So yeah. like he says, "Great galaxies," and this thing shoots off his chest. Be- Green Lantern's beam shoots off his chest and apparently becomes a yellow beam. Yeah. And it k- shoots Green Lantern and it knocks his ass out. Yeah. But and everybody thinks he's dead. Everybody thinks he's dead, and he's like. Superman's like, oh no, not Green Lantern. Yeah, I killed Green Lantern, but thankfully, and, and conveniently, the the Gwops are here, are uh, Zoyos and, and Kiddick sure. are here, but they're uh, look. They look like uh, rocks, rocks, you know, random ass rocks, and uh, they're like, oh, okay, well, we killed uh, Green Lantern. Yeah, and I do like this <laughs> this battle where Superman he's breathing his his is crystals yeah and he's like how can i live my, myself after this <laughs> it's a very dramatic as panel. green lantern's dead just hands his on his side like no <laughs> crystals <laughs> so i'm gonna breathe these forever yeah he's just breathing it's, he's, it's just funny every time he's just he's just breathing these stupid crystals he just should get like a face mask oh he should get a pain face mask. he should absolutely get a pain face mask and instead of like when you punch that little tube that connects it in the movie yeah like, just glitter just sadly comes out of that oh, hole. Oh, sad glitter. Yeah, it's really sad. So Green Lantern's body disappears. Yeah. And Superman's spazzing out. And then... Uh, and it goes to, at the time, uh, who was a rogue Green Lantern. Before he was a Yellow Lantern, it goes to Sinestro. Yeah. Because I don't... Yellow Lanterns weren't a thing yet. No, not yet. But he had the yellow ring, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Sinestro's like, yo, this is dope. My dude's dead. And uh, for me. I can't wait to dress him up like Jagger Hoover. And then Green Lantern was like, I was kayfabing. Ha ha. All we see is Green Lantern wake up and he's like, ha ha, I'm going to kick your ass in this show. Right. And then we cut. This is the, this ending doesn't satisfy me. Yeah, because basically what it was is like Superman is not the intended target, obviously. It's Green Lantern. Right. So he happens to like follow these crystals back to like like he breathed them out and then they were like going back to these weird shapes yeah so he followed them and that's where he overheard the plan to kill or like to stun him or whatever uh or to stun green lantern and that's when he was like cool i'm gonna be the target so they put this whole plan in motion right he finds out where these were these uh flavor crystals were going back to so they're drifting back to the magnetically drifted back to these monster to these blops mm-hmm. and 
they uh, apparently were disguised as limestone deposits sitting right next to Superman and Green Lantern when they were doing their little That's shoot right. fest. And I guess limestone's not common to the area, so Superman already like automatically knew that this was not right. Superman, the geologist. Yes. He is everything. Yes. So he like traps them in like a vacuum tube. Yeah, he's like, yeah, these tubes are escape-proof. So fuck them. Uh-huh. And so, okay, this is what I'm trying to figure out here. Okay, so Green Lantern says, My power beam only seemed to strike Superman. It never actually made contact, so the lethal energy wasn't discharged. All that penetrated my body was a harmless yellow beam. Okay. As for the twinkle effect, it's fading away. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so, so yeah. So, so apparently, okay, well, but getting back to Green Lantern. So, so Green Lantern shot Superman. And the beam reflected off of Superman. Or it, like, shot a beam on its own at the same time. Because yeah. they, they say something like that and, like, uh, whatever. Okay, yeah, it's a bit... Yeah, so it doesn't... I don't know, it doesn't make sense. No, none of this makes sense. Ugh, God damn it. So it doesn't matter. But then Superman's like, as for the twinkle effect, it's fading away. And then he burps, I think. Oh, yeah, and he has one come out of his mouth. He's like, I hope that was the last of it, jokes. <laughs> it's like, ew. Yeah, gross. I'd be, I'd be freaked out if I was Hal. I mean, granted, Hal's seen enough aliens in this day, That's so I true. think it probably doesn't matter. But, yeah. you know, when one of your buddies just like, Bleh, you know, and he's like, he's eh. just barfing glitter. He's just barfing glitter. He's literally barfing glitter this entire book. Gross. So that's it for the Superman story. Yes. Uh, let's just go through this Green Arrow story real quick. Uh, I, I just skimmed it. I didn't read you didn't, it. Yeah, you skimmed it. You're not really missing anything because basically uh, Green Arrow. Uh, so the, the Green Arrow story, uh, the Black Canary is dead. Yep. Uh, apparently it starts off where Black Canary received, or uh, Green, Lant- Green, Lant- Green Arrow received a tape mm-hmm. from these mobsters saying, ah, we killed Black Canary, so fuck you. Apparently it came with some uh, some blonde hair, some blonde hair wig. So he's like, oh, shit, that's hers. She must be dead. Mm-hmm. And so basically, you know, it starts off with him trying to Green, Lan- Green Lantern. It's like thinking about how it how it went through. And he's like, yeah, I tried to help this this kid who was a junkie oh, uh, that's right. because, you know, I'm dealing with the stuff with Speedy. So I got to, like, help Drugs. this kid. Yeah. And this kid's like, you know, he goes to talk to this kid and this kid's like, hey, fuck you. Uh, you go. Green Lantern's like, look, all you get from this is a social club. All you get from this social club is, of yours is a box seat at the morgue. So wise up, and he's like, shove it. Why don't you? Uh, my guy, my guy knows how to do do crime good. Yeah. So fuck you. So then Green Lantern, Green Arrow sees like a. He's in like just hanging out in this shitty part of town. And he sees like a dude in a suit. So he's like starts hunting him down. Yeah. And then he runs into, like, this group of, like, thugs. Uh-huh. And he starts fighting one of them, and he says, son of a beaver, which uh, I don't, I've don't i never heard. Yeah, and isn't this where he's just like, I'm not going to hurt people or something? Yeah, he's like, I'm not going to blow you up, but I'll take you guys out. Right. Whatever. So, as, uh, as all that's going on, he goes back to the police, and he's like, yeah, I saw this guy, and here's a perfect description of his face. Mm-hmm. And it turns out he's named, this guy, the guy he watched walking was named Peter Lazenby, who's one of the four horsemen uh, of the drug cartel uh, in Star City, or whatever the fuck it is that he lives. Okay. And so he's like, all right, well, I need to figure out a way to get close to this guy. And uh, so he decides to get diana to dress up you know or to to be to do something with her wig or whatever yeah 
And so, uh, yeah, this. Did... And I wasn't aware that was Dinah at first. I was like, well, the thing is, who is the this fuck is... is this woman? This is was this is what was weird back in the day is that Black Canary was wearing a wig, right? You know, this is the pre-crisis Black Canary, right? So she's wearing a wig. So she's never. It, it's so she's. There's a lot of her just, just wearing a wig, you know, blonde wig. So it doesn't make a lot of sense when you see her with black hair, and you're like, "Who the hell's that?" Right. I didn't know who that was because they didn't say like back at Canary's house or whatever. It was just like he's talking to this woman, who's like very seventies. Yeah. She's just like Dream Girl for some reason, but yeah. yeah. Phantom Girl, but yeah, so so he uses uh, her as a diversion of some sort. So he goes to to this uh, what's this guy's name? Lucker, some guy named Lucker. Sure. Uh, well, Peter Lazenby, and he they believe American operative is Max Lucker. So he's like this other gambling guy. Yeah, like some other crooked guy. So he goes to hunt him down. It's I like this guy, uh, this this Lucker guy. He sees Green Lant, Green Arrow, and he's like, Green Arrow's like, "Hey, uh, let me know who's uh, who's firebombing this neighborhood or whatever." And this guy goes, "Eat eat mothballs, Arrow," <laughs> and he doesn't shoot him with mothballs. He should. He really should have, and it's disappointing that he did not. But so he shoots a bunch of arrows at him and pins him to the. It doesn't seem to kill him. No, just pins him to the thing. And then, uh, and then he's reflecting. He's like, "Yeah, but they did get me. You know, they got to me, and uh, they got to me through Dinah. And now she's dead, and I'm crying." So that's how that story ends because it's a continuation. It's one of the backups. So yeah. So that's how Green Arrow and Black Canary ends, and that's the end of Action Comics number four forty four from February nineteen seventy five. Do you want to read the next issue of this? Of course I do. I yeah. like action comics. I don't really care about the backup, though. Yeah, not all the backups are always hit or miss. And I'm, yeah, I, I'm just like, meh, I didn't even read it. I was just like, whatever. Green Arrow's kind of hit or miss for me. Yes. Yeah, I've never been a big fan of his. Right. And just as a character, like, I mean, I think he looks all right. I think he looks cool. Mm-hmm. But it's not a thing where I'm like, oh, man, I got to watch. I, I got to read all these books about him. Like, I right. just I don't have the the metal for it but sure. uh yeah i mean i definitely would read the more action comics I'm, oh sure i'm a big fan but uh that's it for our show you can find us on twitter at uh on an instagram i'm at angry hero sean i'm at jen stansfield on twitter and instagram uh you can find us on facebook worst collection ever and uh email the show worst collection ever at gmail.com and of course please rate and review and subscribe wherever you get this podcast apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Tune in. Does anybody use tune in? I don't know. Uh, oh. Yeah. Uh, uh, sure. Spotify. We're on Spotify. Oh, man. You can check us out on Spotify. So please check us out where you can get this podcast and uh, try to give us some feedback. We would really appreciate that. So, uh, and of course, tell a friend. Of course. Tell a friend about our podcast. Tell a friend about uh, my brother Brian's podcast, What the Hops. You should definitely check yeah. out that show if you like beer. Or if you like, if you just like conversation. Sure. We, uh, we were a part of that, too. So it's good stuff. So thanks again for listening, folks. And we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye.